Hey guys, welcome back to another Canine Performance Podcast episode where it is our mission to help you live a better life with your dog. I'm your host, Natalie Dopkins, and for today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about stress and frustration. I'm super excited to talk about this. So if you are listening to this, perk up your ears, pay attention, because this is probably one of my favorite topics to talk on. And I will try and keep it nice, short, sweet, and concise because that's the type of podcast episodes that I personally like to listen to. So I try and model that the same way um, for my own podcast. But anyway, so throughout my whole dog training career, dog owning, handling, um, there's been a ton of things I've been very, very passionate about. I am passionate about crate training your dog. I'm passionate about providing structure, about providing boundaries, um, having accountability and consequences for your dog, on and on and on. And most recently, what I have started to say to people, and I feel like it has really clicked, is the thing that I'm really passionate about saying right now is teach your dog how to handle frustration. Because essentially, that is a lot of what dog training is. We are just simply elevating a dog's frustration threshold. And a lot of people think of frustration and stress as a bad thing. And in large doses, yes, it can be bad. There's a lot of things that in large doses are not good for you. But in small incremental amounts, stress and frustration can be very, very, very healthy and It's necessary, actually, for our dogs. They are living in a human world. It's stressful, and it causes a lot of frustration and anxiety and fear and anger and rage and confusion. And so teaching our dog how to handle this stress and frustration is very, very necessary, and it's incredibly healthy. For the majority of us, one of um, a podcast episode that I did, uh, you know, I think it was two podcast episodes back or something like that. I had talked about how parenting our dogs, most people choose the baby age to parent their dog instead of choosing the toddler age to parent their dog. And so when we think about stress and frustration, a lot of people have a hard time allowing their dogs to handle stress and frustration because they're thinking of their dog as a baby instead of as a toddler. And, you know, for a toddler, that's when we start introducing a lot of stress and a lot of frustration. We teach toddlers how to be away from their core family unit, from their parents and go to school, teaching them the frustration of not being able to do whatever it is that they want to do whenever they feel like they need to do it. The frustration of when they want something that they can't have it, that you can't steal it. Um, And the frustration of, you know, being in a social setting of how to have the stress and anxiety of communicating with others, whatever it may be, we start introducing that in. And sometimes I'm going to be honest with you, stress and frustration is not always pretty, but that is life. And especially for our dogs, if we do not manufacture situations for our dogs to handle stress and frustration, and we don't manufacture in a way where they come out a winner, then we are not teaching them life skills at all. We're not teaching them these coping mechanisms and how to handle this. And so they get all the stress and frustration with no idea how to handle it. And that can manifest in a lot of different ways in reactivity and aggression, just 
any undesirable behavior that you don't want. And so, you know, a lot of different ways to start increasing your dog's frustration threshold is doing things like crate training. You need to teach your dog how to handle frustration of being contained. At some point in your dog's life, they're going to be put in a box. Something is going to happen in your life where you are going to have to take your dog to a vet and they are going to be put in a box. You are going to have to take your dog boarding somewhere and they are going to be put in a box. You need to leave town and you leave them with a family member or a friend. They're going in a box. You need to travel somewhere. They are going in a box. And if you have not taught your dog how to handle the frustration of being in a box, in this instance, I'm talking about a crate, but it can be a kennel run. It can be all those different things. But if you don't teach your dog how to handle that, that is going to be so incredibly stressful for them. And trust me, I have trained dogs with very severe anxieties of being in a box and it is not pretty for them. It is not healthy for them at all. And it really involves building their confidence and their frustration level. But If owners had taught them how to handle that frustration and be okay with that level of stress, then going to the vet, having travel, you know, all these different things of being put into a box in those situations, it won't add to the level of stress. So teach your dog how to be put into a box or crate or kennel or whatever it is that you want to call it. Another thing, and I think that this could be controversial, but I do firmly believe this is teach your dog how to handle physical restraint. And I do not mean physical restraint uh, like from a leash. I mean actual physical restraint of your hands on your dog and being able to be physically manipulated with your hands. Vet appointments, bathing, nail trimming, um, just care in general of your dog would be so, 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 so much better if your dog could handle physical restraint. Because dogs have such low frustration thresholds, when they go to the vet, they have zero idea how to handle that stress, how to handle that frustration. And then when it's time to get a shot, they can't handle the frustration of being held. Teach your dog how to handle physical restraint. When you go to clip your dog's nails, I have a perfect example of a dog like that. I have tried to do so much counter conditioning and desensitization for Aurora's nail clippings. It caused her significantly more stress. It was stressful for the both of us. But one day when I said, I'm going to hold your paw and no matter how much you wiggle and move, I am going to hold your paw. Boom. Just like that, I was able to do all four paws in one sitting. And so I spent three months trying to get her to handle the stress and frustration very incrementally. And for her in that situation, I'm not saying that you should do that all the time. I am just using this as an example. But instead of all of that stress and frustration over those three months, I just simply said, you are going to learn how to handle physical restraint. And of course, I did use positive reinforcement, but I taught her how to be physically restrained. And from from that day forward, our baths, our nail clippings, our groomings, our vet care is much easier because she understands physical restraint. It's very, very important. Um, Another thing um, to do with your dog is to handle the frustration of being away from you, especially right now with uh, COVID-19 or novel coronavirus going on right now. 
the whole entire family's home. If you live in a multi-person, multi-dog household, that is a ton of people to be around all the time. And you get accustomed and you get used to that very, very quickly. And so that can create a lot of different problems when you know, the world finally hits resume. So it's really important that even during this time, you are practicing your dog being away from you. Even, you know, right now is a good example of dogs that you can really see if they have that dependency. Are they always following you around the house? Has there been an uptick of, you know, anxiety at all if you leave for any short period of time? So practice being behind a closed door with your dog on the other side, not being able to get to you. Practice being in a crate. Heck, if you don't have a crate, if you don't have an apartment with enough room to have them on the other side of a closed door, grab a leash, grab your dog, grab a book, go to an open field, put your dog next to a tree, tie your leash around a tree, get out of your dog's um, uh, range of motion within that leash more than six feet away, sit down, read your book, and completely ignore the behaviors that your dog is showing. They can bark, they can do whatever it is that they want, but they cannot physically get to you. It's very important that your dog learns how to be independent away from you. Remember that when we are parenting, we are not parenting a baby where we should be around them physically. We are starting to develop a being that can handle being away from you. It's really, really important for your dog to be able to handle that sort of level of frustration. Another thing um, before I kind of start to wrap this up, because I can go on and on and on about this, is the frustration of your dog wanting to be able to get something and they cannot get it. It's really important, but it's something so basic that, you know, a dog that has always been allowed to drag their owners everywhere and be able to self-reinforce to get to certain things when they cannot get something, they don't know how to handle that stress. They don't know how to handle that frustration and that manifests in a lot of different ways. And so teaching your dog that squirrel over there that you really want, I know that you want it, but you cannot have it. That dog over there that you want to go say hi to, I know you want to, but you cannot. That person... No. The food on the counter? No. The trash? No. That poop over there? No. The pill that just dropped on the ground? No. There are certain things in our dog's life that they are going to want to do and we need to teach them the stress and frustration and how to work through that of us saying, I know you want that, but you can't. So we're going to have to move on with our lives and I need you to behave appropriately. So being able to teach our dogs all of these different skills is very, very, very important. And it will lead to a life of very relaxed luxury with your dog for all the years to come. So if you have a puppy right now, I would really, really recommend that you start teaching your dog how to have a very high stress and frustration tolerance. But I won't go on and on about it um, because like I said, I enjoy short podcast episodes and so I like to model it the same way. But hopefully I gave you a little bit of a nugget to chew on of why this is so incredibly important and why it is necessary and why it is healthy for your dog to be able to learn how to handle stress and how to handle 
frustration. So um, with that being said, if you have been listening to this podcast and you have enjoyed it, please like, rate, subscribe, whatever it is on whatever platform that you are listening to. That feedback helps so, 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 so much. If you want to find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, you can find us canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E performance on Instagram. It's underscore performance. Um, So yeah, check us out there. Ask us any questions, schedule a virtual training session, whatever it may be. But besides that, I'll see you guys in the next one.